Hello and welcome to the Pro Football Weekly Fantasy Football Podcast. My name is John Solly. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Kyle Neighbors. Kyle, how did last week go for you in fantasy football? Well, I uh, I cannot complain. Uh, we talked last week on the podcast and I really was a big fan of Mitch Trubisky. And then on Sunday morning, I woke up and I was like, hey, Darius Slay is out, dummy. Put Allen Robinson in. So um, Sunday was a fun day. And, uh, you know, just starting off this week, I wanted to bring it up quick before I forgot. Uh, I don't know if you played the showdown slate last night, but uh, Robert Tanyan uh, scoring a 54-yard touchdown had not had a catch all season. It's the first time I've ever seen on the showdown slate on, on FanDuel. He, not, he didn't get an ownership mark. It was just a dash. Like, he was less than 0.1% owned, and a guy got $200,000 in the big tournament because of Robert Tanyan. Now, I've got to ask, Robert Tanyan is a local guy to your coverage area. Did you play Robert Tanyan? I did not. <laughs> Poor shame. He's from your area. <laughs> uh, you know, the – I don't know how many people are in that tournament offhand, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's thousands of people. And I bet there was less than 10 that had Robert Tanyan in the lineup. Yeah, that's crazy. <laughs> he wasn't in my lineup. <laughs> All right, well, let's, uh, let's get to it. We're going to break each game down and uh, give you some of our favorite picks for, uh, for the week to help you uh, build your lineups for this week. We are going to start with Houston and Washington. Uh, 42 and a half over under. Houston favored by three on the road Kyle what do you like in this game not much really um the Houston defense I think you know when when Washington is down this many starters on their offensive line and they only managed 16 points against Tampa Bay last week that's not a good sign uh in this matchup yeah I I can't say I really like a lot of this looks like Kiki Kuti might be out um there's so many injuries on both sides I, I think it's probably the Houston defense just because the Washington offensive line is so banged up. Uh, Houston defense should be able to get to the quarterback. Yeah, I mean, uh, DeAndre Hopkins is the tournament play for DFS. Um, I think for season long, you can put Lamar Miller in there as you know as a flex play just based on positive game script, but I, I don't think this game is going to have a lot of scoring. Yeah, I agree. Well, with that, let's move on to the next game. This one – could be pretty interesting. It's Cincinnati at Baltimore. There is no over-under right now. That's because we it's Friday afternoon, and we still do not know for sure the quarterback situation in Baltimore. Uh, Joe Flacco is dealing with an injury. Um, the speculation is that if he's out, it'll be uh, Lamar Jackson. But there is some, I guess, beat writer speculation that we could see some RG3. So a lot of questions with Baltimore's quarterback. Uh, no matter who it is, this is a really soft landing spot. Uh, against this uh, really atrocious Bengals defense, Kyle. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Cincinnati's defense is imploding. Um, now, I, I've, on FanDuel, I don't think any of the quarterbacks are playable. Uh, they priced up Lamar Jackson to 7000 There's just not a chance I would play him for that price, uh, no matter what the matchup is. Uh, but I, I hear that he's rather cheap over on DraftKings. He is 4700 which okay. is which is... $300 more expensive than what I paid for Josh McCown last week. That didn't work <laughs> out too well. Uh, but yeah, he, him and RG3 are both 4700 Okay. That's $100 um, cheaper than Josh Rosen. And same price as Derek Carr. Yeah, and look, Lamar Jackson is a, is a, is a decent assume, – let's assume it's Lamar Jackson. Joe, Joe Flacco is listed as doubtful. He's got a hip problem. 
Um, and he didn't participate in any practices this week. So let, let's, for the sake of discussion, assume Flacco is out. I think Lamar Jackson is the guy who ends up starting. And I think Lamar Jackson is fantasy viable, both as a streaming uh, quarterback and as a, a extreme value DFS play on DraftKings. I don't, I, I don't think you can justify it on FanDuel. Uh, look, Lamar Jackson still has a ways to go with his, uh, with his throwing ability, but with what he can do on the ground, and, and I think he's, he's going to get into the end zone on the ground, to be honest with you, against the Steelers' defense. Um, I, I think he, you can do a lot worse than Lamar Jackson this week. Uh, for season long, yeah, maybe for streaming. Uh, I'll tell you what, if we're talking DK specific here for you, I'd rather pay for Josh Rosen. If you're talking, it's only a $100 difference. Yep. And if, if Lamar Jackson's going to end up being chalk, we don't know exactly what it's going to be. If he splits time with RG3, I think Alex Collins, they're just going to lean on Alex Collins in this game, a game that they should have a, a lead in, um, that Jackson probably won't have the highest volume. Uh, I'd rather play Josh Rosen against Oakland. Um, yeah, I, I can see it. Um, I, I, can, I can see it. I, I think there are better QB plays than both of them this week. Um, Right, even price considered. Uh, but if you really need to go cheap, I, I think I lean Jackson just because of the rushing upside and whatever, and the matchup. I know Oakland's defense is is also just, I mean, horrific, and the Cardinals have all the, all day to move the ball. But I think Arizona gives it to David Johnson more. Um, I think he's a more reliable option than Alex Collins is for for Baltimore. See, I disagree. Oh, I shouldn't say I disagree because David Johnson is going to get plenty of run. But I, I think Alex Jones or Alex Collins is in a comparable spot. Okay. All right. Um, anybody you like on the Cincinnati side? No. Yeah, they're just too banged up. <laughs> yeah, they're too banged up. The the Ravens' defense is respectable to good. Um, the their, the Bengals' best bet to move the ball is Joe Mixon, and Baltimore's run defense is really good, and they have not given up any passes. Uh, any any catches or receptions, whatever you want to say, to running back. So I, I just think it's a stay away. You could probably stream the Baltimore defense against them and be pretty happy with that. Yeah, I agree. All right, well, let's move on to the next game. Pittsburgh and Jacksonville, uh, 47 is the over under. Pittsburgh favored by five and a half on the road. Uh, Kyle, talk to me about this game. Anybody you're, you're super interested in this one? No, we're, we're kind of starting off in a wall here. We're going to get to some better games, I promise. There are. Yeah. Uh, you know, James Conner is cleared from the concussion protocol, it appears, on Friday. I'm trying to see here uh, for sure. Not, well, he doesn't have an injury designation. I don't know if that means he's been cleared by uh, doctors or not, but I would assume that means he uh, is going to be. Um, I think James Conner is the best play here. The volume is just too high. The Jacksonville Jacksonville is in a, a major, major funk right now, and I don't think that's going to stop. Yeah, this Jacksonville defense is really playing on reputation right now, um, and they haven't they haven't really stopped much lately. On top of that, Antonio Brown um, has historically owned um, this Jaguars defense, whether they've been good or bad. Um, on DraftKings, he's the fifth most expensive wide receiver. He's a thousand dollars cheaper than Michael Thomas. Um, I really like Antonio Brown. I don't care that it's Jalen Ramsey. This Jaguars defense uh, has not proven really that they can stop much. Uh, I, yeah, I agree. I think that there's definitely uh, the possibility that I mean, how many games in a row has Antonio Brown found the end zone? It looks like <laughs> he's been in the end zone every game since week two. Yep. Week two is the only game he has not scored. 
Yeah, that's uh, you know, so I there's definitely a path for him uh, if you want to play him, particularly on DK, where yeah, you 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 mentioned how cheap he is comparatively. Um, you know, Jacksonville's been beat in the slot some, so Juju could be, and um, Vance McDonald, uh, another guy that is running a lot of routes, uh, had. Uh, in that playoff game last year against Jacksonville, had one of his best games. Uh, I think he had 10 targets in that game, over 100 yards receiving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think that's viable. Now, none of these guys are, are you know, locks. You know, particularly James Conner, like, while I like him, uh-huh. and I think if, if the ownership's going to be low, you consider him. There's so many good running backs uh, on FanDuel between about 7,800 and 8,900 that I, I don't think he's a must-play. You want you want a, a deep play out of here that I just picked up for my my season league today? Um, I'm gonna guess James O'Shaughnessy. James O'Shaughnessy, yeah, yeah. tight end, um, six targets last week for 46 yards, and he's he's a hundred dollars above the minimum on DraftKings, by the way. He is uh, the minimum on FanDuel. Yeah, he's. Yeah, I think he's gonna be pretty chalky uh, in DFS this week, but certainly worth picking up in season long too. If yeah, you, pitch, if you're and, and the the reason it's gonna be chalky is Pittsburgh has been getting smacked around by tight ends. Yeah. Yep. And Blake Burles will throw to his tight end. This is a good matchup. And yeah, there's there's a lot of good reasons to play him this week. Yep, I, I can see it. Yep. Uh let's move on to the next one. Carolina and Detroit, forty nine and a half is the over under. Carolina favored by four and a half on the road. Um I man, I really like Cam Newton in this game. Are you going to talk me off of Cam at all, or are you well, with me on Cam? Well, I mean, as a guy that you know went to Trubisky the second I saw the, that he was getting uh, a Detroit defense that is just getting mauled uh, through the air right now, I'm not going to t- talk you off of Cam. I, I mean, uh, on FanDuel, I think there are better plays just because of the way that quarterback pricing is done. It's more spread out than over on DraftKings. But I, on DraftKings, I think he's a great play. Yeah, he's. I mean, he's not my number one quarterback this week, but he's a guy that I'm gonna I'm gonna find a way to to put in my lineups uh, against this Detroit defense. It does get Darius Slay back, um, but I, I I don't think it matters all that much. No, I, it doesn't. Now I do have a question: Is Greg Olson looks like he had his questionable tag dropped, so he's good to go? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I like. Uh, I, I think any of these guys on Carolina are viable. I, when I say that, I mean Cam Newton. I, I think Christian McCaffrey is going to be really chalky this week. Um, he's definitely in the conversation. Um, and, you know, while I don't think Funchess is the guy I would go, I do think that you can go back to the well on DJ Moore. Yeah, Moore's been fantastic. And, yeah. spe- and you know, he's not going to see much of Darius Slay at all. So yeah. I, I, I think you could do a lot worse than DJ Moore. On the other side is where things get tricky because I'm trying to figure out how this game goes because I do not have much respect for this Detroit team, but Carolina has been getting beat up the last couple of weeks. They've been giving up points. And FanDuel has priced Matt Stafford all the way down to 6,800. Um, I'm looking at, at two guys in this game. Marvin Jones, by the way, is out officially. Yes. So – there's a lot more. You know where the the targets are going to go. Kenny Galladay, um, I, I you know Golden Tate's gone. Marvin Jones is out. I, I think Kenny Galladay gets as many targets as he could possibly handle this week. Um, Theo Riddick. It would not surprise me if he spent all or a majority of the game in the slot. 
Um, on a PPR site like DraftKings, I think that's really valuable. If you're in a season-long PPR league, I, I get Theo Riddick into your lineup. Since Golden Tate was traded, Theo Riddick has run the most routes out of the slot of any running back in football. 15 now, targets the past two weeks. Yeah, and now with, with uh, Marvin Jones on the shelf, I think Theo Riddick is going to be out there a ton and a positive game script for him. I think Detroit's going to be trailing pretty quickly in this game. I think he's a terrific play, not not just on DK. I mean, he's a great play on DK where it's PPR. But I think um, at 5,100 on FanDuel, there's a path to him getting 15 to 18 points, which you'll certainly take at that price. Yep, yep. Um, also, Michael Roberts, tight end is out. Uh, so Luke Wilson may be in play if you're desperate. Luke Wilson's back? I thought Luke Wilson was injured. Oh. Still listed as questionable, limited participant. Okay. Yep. Um, yeah. Really I, desperation play. There are better plays out there. Carolina has not been good on the ground either, by the way. Uh, mm-hmm. Their run defense has also been bad. So I, I carry on Johnson is uh, an okay play. I, I never like Detroit running backs. We talk about that every week. But mm-hmm. I, I definitely can see it, him paying off his price tag at 6200 on FanDuel. Okay, with that, let's move on to the next one. Uh, Dallas and Atlanta, 49.5 is the over-under. It's jumped two points since the line came out, with Atlanta favored by three at home. Um, is, is Zeke Elliott your top running back play on the week? I don't know. It's really tough on FanDuel this week, and it's not because there's just so many good options. Like I'm just going to – I'll quickly go through the top what looks like seven or eight guys here. Kamara, Barkley, Melvin Gordon, Christian McCaffrey – Zeke Elliott, James Conner, and David Johnson. All those guys are within a thousand bucks of each other on FanDuel. And I think they're all in spots where they can hit their ceilings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, they're, they're all in smash spots. I, I, it's between Zeke and Saquon for me this week. I, those, I, are my, I, those are my clear top two. And then after I think, that. I think my top guy is Alvin Kamara. Okay, but that's—I mean—that's not surprising. I say that every week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and certainly you can make an argument for Kamara. Um, yeah. I just—I think it, you know we target running backs against Atlanta and running backs that can catch the ball. Uh, and Zeke Elliott has been getting a significant increase in uh, passing game work the past three weeks. His targets the past three weeks six, five, and seven. Um, I expect that to increase this week against an Atlanta team that, even though they're they might have Deion Jones back, that's still not enough um, for this defense. I, I think Zeke Elliott is, is really one of the best plays um, across fantasy football this week. Yeah, I think I would probably put him, looking at it, probably third. I'd probably go Kamara, Barkley, Elliott. Okay. Um, on the other side, Matt Ryan's my QB1 this week. Really? And, and you got, look at what he has done the past four games. At least 330 yards passing, um, two touchdowns, four touchdowns, three touchdowns. Uh, this, this Atlanta offense is humming. Um, I know that they, you know, they didn't exactly um, set the world on fire against Cleveland last week, but I don't blame Matt Ryan for that. Um, he's still got you 330 and two touchdowns last week. So, and against a, a Dallas defense that you know, is, is fine, but certainly beatable and certainly beatable through the air, um, I, I think Matt Ryan is, is a fantastic play this week. Um. I, I I don't see it. Like, I, I think he's a fine play. I think he's got a great floor. I think he's a good cash game quarterback. I just, with the the the, the speed or the, the lack of speed that Dallas plays, I just, I don't know if it's going to be a super high scoring game. 
Okay. Um, I'm I mean, just taking so you, a look at, at you, betting you, windows right now. 88% of the bets are going to the over in this game in Vegas. I, I don't know. I mean, I, 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 it's the modern-day NFL, so <laughs> I don't think it's going to be like 17 to 14 by any means, but I, I, you're looking probably like I'd say 27-21, 27-20, somewhere in that range, probably Atlanta wins. Okay. Um, I just I, Matt Ryan's fine. Like I said, I just – I don't think he has a higher ceiling in this matchup than, you know, that's one of the things about this week. We talked about running back already about how there's kind of parity at the top. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the same way for quarterback for the most part. I don't think there's a ton of smash spots. Like I, I think there's a lot of guys that can get you between 20 and 25 points, but I'm, I'm having trouble differentiating uh, between the guy that might be able to get you to 30. Okay. All right. I, I mean, I, I understand it. I'm, I'm all in on Matt Ryan this week. Um, how about, you know, who's a guy I haven't played all year, but is suddenly fantasy viable. Um, Amari Cooper, 18 targets oh, since being yeah. traded. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he's definitely in that mid tier for me. I'm looking at him. Uh, he's kind of in that same range as uh, T Y Hilton and uh, Kenny Galladay, and along with Corey Davis. Mm -hmm. um, I think they're all good plays. Uh, Atlanta definitely can be beat. Amari Cooper, yeah, he's near the top in air yards since the trade, and definitely in the targets. I think that's not a bad uh, bad way to go. I, now, thinking about that, how about Dak? You know, you could do worse. I, 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 he's not, I don't think he's going to find a way to, to – to make it onto my lineups, but I think you could do worse. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think, I think the, the floor is fine. I think it, it's helpful. And I don't know if he can, if he's going to be able to sustain this. Um, but I mean, he's rushing the ball more. He's now had rushing touchdowns in three of the last four games. So I think that helps. Um, Atlanta has given up some rushing yardage to quarterbacks too. Um, see, I, he's, on FanDuel, he's kind of like in that price range. There's a lot of good quarterbacks between like 71 and 7,800 on FanDuel. Okay. Um, I think he's a good GPP play, actually. Well, I'm going to segue into the next game and with a guy, a quarterback that is the same price as Dak uh, on DraftKings and a guy I'd rather play in season long, too. Bucks and Giants, 52.5 is the over-under. Giants favored by a point and a half at home. I think Eli Manning gets dragged there because I think Saquon, I think Saquon and, and uh, Saquon Barkley and Odell Beckham are, are, are in just the best matchups they've had all year. I don't, I don't see how they don't smash this week. Yeah, because Eli Manning is still Eli Manning. I, that's, the only, that's the only thing that I can, that I can say about it. He's 6,700 on, on FanDuel. That's Eli I'm talking about. Yeah. He's uh, 5,200 yeah. on DraftKings. He's a great streaming option for season long. Um, yeah. I don't know if I would go there on on FanDuel for daily. I just think it's too risky. How about the Tampa side where they managed to throw for 400 yards last week and not reach the end zone? At what point during that did you just realize that Ryan Fitzpatrick and Dirk Cutter were just taking your money from you? Oh, you know, third quarter probably <laughs> when, it, when it was still three points. <laughs> yeah, I, I I played a lot of Ryan Fitzpatrick and Josh McCown in daily last week. That did not go well for me. It was my worst yeah. week of the year. Well, I think you'll ride back to the Ryan Fitzpatrick well. <laughs> <laughs> 
You could. You could. The yards are there. <laughs> the yards are there, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, if he's one of those guys that you're going to have some recency bias against and he's going to go under-owned, I think he, he's viable. He's another one of those guys. He's at 7,600. He's just kind of in this this big mid-tier of usable quarterbacks on FanDuel this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and um, man, I, I think Odell is is in a great spot. Sa- oh. Saquon is is, I mean, it, it's between him and Zeke. Like I said, for top running back for me this week in PPR, yeah. I you can play. I, those are two of the top options on the board. You can play Sterling Shepard. You can play Evan Ingram. Mm-hmm. Um, all everyone is in play in this game in my book. Yeah, I agree. With that, let's move on to the next one. Oakland at Arizona, 41 is the over-under. Arizona favored by five and a half uh, at home. Jordy Nelson is going to be out for this game. Um, boy, I, David Johnson, I think, is is just in a beautiful spot. I think the Arizona defense actually might be one of the best plays um, in season long and daily. I think they're, they're going to get after this Oakland team. Yeah, the Oakland Raiders have completely just mailed it in. Um God, David Johnson's going to be so heavy chalk this week. <laughs> and I don't really, I don't have a reason for you to not play him. I think anyone uh, against Oakland is is usable. David Johnson's in a good spot. His price didn't come up enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's seventy nine hundred on FanDuel. Where's he at on on, on DK? He is at. Let me pull it up. David Johnson is seventy five hundred. So he's he's a thousand cheaper than Zeke Elliott this week on DraftKings. Yeah, he's going to be – I think he's probably super high-owned in, in cash games and will be high-owned even in tournaments. Um, so outside of that, though, do you have interest? I said Rosen maybe as a streamer. Um, I think Larry Fitzgerald is, is still playable. Um, <gasps> yeah, I know. But at 5,900 um, against Oakland on, on FanDuel, 5,900 that is, uh, he's got 22 targets over the last two games um, and touchdowns in two of the last three. I just think he's too cheap for, for the matchup. Yeah, I, I think that um, the guy I'll play most likely after David Johnson in this game, is he's my number two tight end this week as far as points per dollar is Ricky Seals-Jones. Yeah, he's another guy I was going to mention. Um, he's 5,200 on FanDuel. Um, God, yeah, and, and Oakland has given up chunk plays like crazy, and Ricky Seals-Jones definitely is a guy that can stretch the field. Um, speaking of which, I think Christian um, Christian Kirk is another guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot. You could play a lot of Cardinals in this game and feel oh. good about it. I well, it's still the Arizona Cardinals. I'm not sure I'm going to feel good about it, but I think <laughs> I think given the pricing and the matchup, uh, you have to do it. Um, on the Oakland side, Seth Roberts is uh, minimum price with Jordy out. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, I'm not, but I understand someone that might. Uh, this Oakland team just wants to go home. <laughs> <laughs> they do. Uh, all right, let's move on to the, the next game then. Denver and the Chargers, 45-and-a-half is the over-under. Chargers favored by seven uh, at home. Keenan Allen is going to play this week. Uh, Antonio Gates is questionable. Um, Kyle, any, anybody you really like in this game besides Melvin Gord? Not really on the Chargers side. I, Melvin Gordon is right up there at one of the top plays. Uh, of the week um, on, on the Denver side. I mean, there's still not, there's not much I want to do here. I wouldn't touch the run game. I think you can take a shot on Jeff Hewerman at tight end. 
and Emmanuel Sanders at wide receiver, but that's really all I'd be interested in. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I think this is setting up to be a Melvin Gordon game, and um, I, everybody else is just kind of middling at best. Yeah. Uh, the Chargers have been getting beat up by uh, tight ends, and Hewerman all of a sudden here um, – after the Demarius Thomas trade did get 11 targets uh, that first game. Now it's obviously a one game sample size, but even before that he had five and five targets. Uh, his prices come up on FanDuel. I'm not sure what he is at on DK, but I, I think he's, he's an option. Sure. Sure. Um, <laughs> you don't sound convinced. Uh, you know, it's, it's fine. I, I'm, I don't hate it. Um, okay. Denver is going to be without three offensive linemen. Joey Bosa practiced this week a little bit. He's, I think he'll be out there for some limited snaps. I mean, Chargers defense is pretty good without him. And now you add Bosa in some situational pass rush games. I, I, the Chargers D is a, a heck of a play this week. Absolutely, yeah. Uh, with that, let's move on to a game with a pretty high over-under. Uh, Philadelphia and New Orleans, 56 is the over-under. New Orleans favored by eight at home. Um, Man, there's a you could play. You know, you mentioned Kamara as being your number one running back. I think Mike Thomas um, certainly is is in play as as one of the top fantasy wide receivers this week. I love Breeze on the Eagles side, and in daily, I I know we've been talking about cheap tight ends, but Zach Ertz is only sixty six hundred on DK, and he is going to get the ball a ton in this matchup. I, I I think Ertz is my top overall tight end, regardless of price this week in daily. Well, I love this game um, in general. I think this game is going way past the over. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it, it comes down to uh, kind of trying to figure out how you see this game playing out. Uh, I think it's going to be Alvin Kamar big time uh, at home in the dome. Uh, Philly is giving up chunk plays to running backs, not just on the ground, but they've been beat up by pass catching running backs. I think this game sets up perfectly for him. I think Philly's going to be behind. Um, I don't like the run game to begin with, although I do really want to mention for season long, go stash Josh Adams. This is not the right matchup for him, but I do think he's going to be a factor in the next few weeks. I will say the same thing about Ben Watson uh, on the New Orleans side for the next couple of weeks. This matchup might be fine, but New Orleans has got a real soft uh, schedule against tight ends for uh for the really the the season-long fantasy football playoffs yeah um which uh, considering i have a lot of drew Brees and alvin kamara and best ball that uh those teams are doing great i'm pretty happy with that idea (laughs) back to back to this matchup um one thing i will say that the saints have been good against tight ends Uh, i won't tell anyone not to play zach Ertz because he's phenomenal um, and I do think you need to get a piece of this game. I like Carson Wentz, but I think Alshon Jeffrey is in a smash spot. Sure, yeah. We've you know targeting wide receivers against this uh, this defense, the Saints defense has been a winning strategy all year long. Yep. And since they traded for Eli Apple, Marshawn Lattimore is not um, doing. He's not shadowing receivers anymore. So I do not think that's going to be a problem this week. Um, Outside of that, uh, I'd love to tell you that Golden Tate's going to have a larger role, but until we see it, I can't go there. Yeah, I can't either. I think you know with this game with Daly, um, you, you're going to have to pay up. There's, I, I don't like the the cheap options in this game. I, Traquan Smith um, has not, you know, become this 
major weapon in the Saints offense. I, I think if you got to if you're going to play somebody from this game, you're going to pay up for it. I actually don't mind Trey Quan Smith as a way to get cheap exposure to it. I know he goose egged last week, but I don't think that's going to happen again. I mean, it just that game was so well in hand against Cincinnati. Um, I think this is going to be a more competitive game. I think he's he's so cheap, and the, 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 there's going to be so much scoring in the game that because of recency bias against him, I think he's a a good low ownership cheap play that allows you to get access to this game and be different. He didn't even get a target last week. I know, but I, <laughs> that's that's the wor- that's the worried worrisome part for me. He's he's out on the field and and Breeze, who spreads the ball around as well as anybody in the league, isn't even isn't even looking at him. But he was on the field though. He was True. running. He was running routes a, a lot. So I just think that was an aberration, and that he's going to get back involved this week. Okay. All right, well, let's move on to the Sunday night game then. Uh, Minnesota at Chicago, 44.5 is the over-under. Bears favored by 2.5 at home. Uh, Kyler, are you going to go back to Trubisky this week? Uh, well, I, I think for season-long leagues, yeah, you got to play him at this point. The upside is too high with the way he's running the ball. Um, now, this isn't on the main slate. Uh, I don't know how I would attack this if it was. I'd probably stay away. Um, yeah, this is. I mean, this is a lower total. There are better options if you're, you know, playing a, a the full slate that includes the the Sunday night game. Um, but I think Trubisky's a, a great season long option. You're obviously playing Thielen. Um, I think Tariq Cohen is a is a good uh, season long uh, matchup in this one. I think Tariq Cohen should be in your lineup every week as long as the Bears are going to be in a competitive game. Mm-hmm. Um, they will not factor him in much if they're going to be in the lead like they were against Buffalo. Um, but you saw it last week, even against Detroit, while the game before the game got out of hand, um, they were finding ways to, to get him the ball. Yeah. Um, yeah. A little afraid of the bears passing options though, in this game. Um, I think you downgrade expectations for Robinson, Burton, Miller, Gabriel. Um, yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at with this. Yeah, this kind of seems like, I don't know, a nice 23-17 Bears win or somewhere in that range. I just don't think there's going to be a ton of scoring. Yep, I agree. All right, uh, Monday night game, Kansas City uh, at Los Angeles. 63 is the (laughs) over-under. 63. Uh, Rams favored by three and a half at home. Here's the award-winning analysis you tune in for. Play everybody. Oh, I cannot wait for this showdown slate on Monday night. That's going to be the, that is going to be really interesting how you attack a, a showdown, a single game showdown slate in daily for this game because yeah. everybody's viable. Everybody's Every, viable. Yes. Uh, and you're going to probably have to do something weird. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, to kind of, <laughs> I, I don't know. Like, Chris Conley's going to have like an 80 yard touchdown that breaks the slate. Yeah. That's, I mean, you're, that's what you're going to have to do just to be different. Yeah. But yes, yeah. play everyone. Yep. All right. Well, with that, we will uh, call it for the Pro Football Weekly Fantasy Football Podcast for this week. For Kyle Neighbors, I'm John Solly. Best of luck in your matchups.